I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, lady, get away from there. Inception or... I'm going hard. I'm going hard right now. You keep your mouth shut. Don't point at me. That's so rude. It also leaves like a wet patch on him. You better get on those quick. They often have uh, treasure in them. Do not get drunk. Please get down off of the table. I grew up as the runt of the litter, so that hurts doubly for me. You had a past history with this guy. This is my alter ego, Peter Refrington. I realize now that I'm not entirely sure what you are. (laughs) Hey. You would be the second person that I didn't kill for money of my friends. (laughs) Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is episode 149, Feel Like a New Person. 
MVP this week is Alex Nersal for being an incredible person who you're going to hear from in a little bit. Stay tuned. Are you loving Dice Shame or Invictus or even Malevolent? If so, please consider joining our Patreon at The Invictus Stream. It's the best way to help support the vision for the show that we want and a great way to keep vermin out of your house. It's true. Just one Patreon dollar helps keep 50 weasels out of the toolbox. <laughs> Should we do this? All right, let's do it. Winter hides. Creatures burrow deep under the snow. Voles safe in tunnels of warm, dry grass, still smelling of autumn, protected from the shivering, watchful eyes of raptors. Winter reveals. No matter how stealthily prey may travel, snow still betrays their passage. Whether with a crunch or through a tiny trail of footprints, the predator can be alerted, can follow, tenacious no matter how far. The Winter Road tells a story for anyone perceptive enough to read it. The snow is crushed in the parallel lines telling of wagon wheels, several different boot prints, and two sets of animal hooves. Beside these, another set of prints off to the side, and the crunch of the creature making them. Alex, who do we see? There is a relatively tall water genasi walking along the road just by herself, wearing mostly an outfit made of animal hide and leather that's been expertly made, clearly by someone who knows what they're doing, but like someone who knows from experience and, you know, like a, like a grandmother has made it. And she has light blue skin, dark gray hair, and is ever so gently tapping a little knife against the occasional branch that she comes along. And every time that knife taps, a couple of petals fall. An idle habit. Yes. The Deseran Valley is all scrubby hills and valleys. The road hugs one such hill. And around the bend, you come upon a strange vignette. A pair of covered wagons are stopped in the middle of the trail, their horses bored and nosing around in the snow. Three humans are bent, huddled around the axle of one wagon, arguing loudly. You see that one of the wagons seems to be outfitted with the bars of a cage, and a fourth creature sits inside, their legs dangling through the bars, swinging them idly. I kind of like have an arm through, and I'm kind of waving it at this person. Hello! I'm trying to sort of see what this arm looks like, but it looks not human. Come, come here. <laughs> hmm. Hello. I sensed you coming. Hello. <laughs> and I feel like I'm like waving uh, over like a come hither type thing. Mm-hmm. Come, come. One of the men who's bent down by the axles just kicks the side of the wagon and it sort of rocks a little bit. Oi, quiet down in there. I didn't say nothing. Shut up. How far am I from from him? You're about a hundred feet off right now. You can just barely hear his stage whisper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're backstage. You gotta stop. <laughs> the audience can hear. <laughs> what do you do? Um, I want to help this guy. This feels weird. I've been I've been out in the road for a long time, just by myself. Mm-hmm. So what I would like to do. 
is I would like to mm. get these guys out of here. I want these I want these dudes. I want to distract them a little bit. I'm trustworthy. I promise. And I, even though I'm sitting there and I'm like tapping the knife against a branch and like a bunch of daisies pours out. Ooh. I'm like, this feels weird. I like your knife. <laughs> um, I would like to shape some water. I just create like a just with my hands, just a ball of water that's about the size of, I was going to say, like the orb you tell fortunes in, which sounds oh, very strange. Oh, like a crystal so ball. Just say, yeah. let's just, yes. Let's just say a small bowling ball, like you're going five pin. I ah. create an orb of water the size of an orb. <laughs> <laughs> it's orb sized. Inception yeah, orb. <laughs> yes, it is. It is uh, your standard orb. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, uh, I just sort of lob it into the forest. Oh. Yeah, what does it look like? I pull it from the air. So the moisture in the air just forms into a shimmering damp orb <laughs> that uh, as it sort of flies through the air, you, 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 don't, you only notice it if you're watching for it. Yeah. But as it, as it hits the tree, as it comes down, it just sends everything around it spiraling. Birds going, animals running away. If there's a squirrel, the squirrel is now soaked. It's very mad. It now has a vengeance against me for wrecking its little <laughs> house. I think Red picks up on this and sees you doing that, and he's like, oh, and he like turns the opposite direction. He's like, ha, I saw a giant, I swear, it, it, it's just over there. Yeah, can I just try to like deception, like like play off of that and yeah. try to like sell these people? You gotta go in there. The, if the giant doesn't get tracked down and killed, you could easily take it. It was tiny. Roll deception. Yeah, I'll do it. That's what I do. That's seven for deception. Mm. <laughs> I swear mm. I'm innocent. All three <laughs> men stand up from this uh, roadside repair that they've been busily attending to. One of them sticks a finger in through the bars at you and says, I've heard enough of you. Hey, hey. You keep your mouth shut. Don't point at me. That's so rude. So rude. Mont, Krieg, go check it out. And the two guards walk off into the woods. You still see their backs. They're going through the undergrowth, kind of hesitantly poking at it with their hafts of their spears. Uh, it seems like you've momentarily distracted two of three humanoids. And I wave at the blue person. Hey! I'm sitting there and I'm just, I, I'm feeling bad about the fact that I just wrecked that squirrel's day. <laughs> oh. I still want to talk to this guy. Something feels off. I would like to cast Hallucinary Terrain. <laughs> okay, great. What the hell? I'm going that? hard. I'm going hard right now. Tell me about Hallucinary Terrain. I've never even heard of that. You make natural terrain in a 150 foot cube in a range. Look, sound, and smell like some sort of other terrain. Okay. So you can make a pond look like a field. You could make a mountain look like a like a like a pond. Someone can just it's walk straight into based. it. It's all pond based. It's all pond based. It's all pond based. It must be either was or to be a pond. Okay, so right now we're looking at this wintry roadside in the Deseran Valley. Pond. <laughs> <laughs> just pond. <laughs> Hallucinatory pond. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the last dude is standing. Wherever he's looking, that has now become a desert oasis. Ooh. There's a palm tree. It's like it's like when you're in the, the comic idea of one where there's just little sand dunes and there's a single palm tree and there's like a weird little Oh, palm. that's how they all literally are. I'm mm -hmm. sure of it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, there's a decorative little sand castle. It's just far Aww. enough in the distance that he has, to, he has to take a little walk to get there. Oh, it's one of those rare, natural-forming desert oases. 
You better get on those quick. They often have uh, treasure in them, Red will say and try to aid the deception. Oi. I promise I won't tell the other guys when you strike it big. He does one of those uh, cartoonish gestures where he scrubs at his eyes with both <laughs> closed fists. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and he kind of wanders off 50 feet away to go and take a look at this weird magic sand. Yeah, and Red drops the stage whisper. How the hell did you do that? He shouts across the road. <laughs> shut, shut up, shut mm-hmm. up. What? I'm going to sneak a little bit closer so I can actually, so I don't have to yell at him. Sorry, sorry. Why don't you roll your first roll on the show, Alex? <gasps> yes. Make a stealth check. I rolled a 19. Hey! Oh! All right. You tiptoe across the snow. Nary a squeak to be heard. Yes, it's those leather boots I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And when you get into range, Red snaps his fingers, and I'll cast Pass Without Trace, which gives us both a plus 10 to our stealth when Ooh. we're in the same aura. Okay. Hi, I'm safe. My name is Red-Handed Robin. Uh, this is, well, there's no one with me, but that's my name. What's your name? My name's Mari, and can you tell me what's happening here? Because I, I want to let you out. Of course, of course. But I'm not. I, I get it. I don't look trustworthy. I, I totally get it. I wouldn't let me out. <laughs> well, 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 it's not to say that you shouldn't let me out, because I'm very trustworthy. Have you ever heard of the Nightstone 4? I don't think I have. Okay, I'm just sort of like playing with my hair and my hair always looks wet. So it just water's squeezing out of it as I do that. Just as a nervous habit. Well, that's okay. Um, We're kind of a big deal to, to some people. Not everyone, obviously. But 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 I was uh, wrongfully accused of a crime. Uh, look, Mari, well, what brings you to the area? I'll tell you that. When you first tell me what crime, because that's a big decider on whether or not I pick this thing open. Look, I promise you, I I mean, I used to be an assassin a long time ago, but I don't think these people know that. And also, I didn't kill people unless it was for money. Uh, I'm making a bad impression. Look, I'm a good guy, I promise. Uh, if you could see my alignment, I promise you, you'd be trustworthy. If I could show you my character sheet. <laughs> if I could show you my character sheet. <laughs> Just pulling papers out going, look, look, it's fine. H- see? How, can I, how can I make you believe me? Look, I come from a place called Mastica. And I came here uh, to try to sell some arrows and to make a name for myself. And I met up with some friends and, and we were put on this quest to, to hunt giants. And I've been trying to do that ever since. Look into my eyes. I promise you that I I try to do right by people uh, as much as I can. I'm feeling it. I feel okay with this, but I'm sitting there and again, like I just do one big long squeeze of my hair and somehow just more water just keeps pouring out. It's very odd. (laughs) Yeah. And and I just I just sort of lean against the bars and I go, Have you have you ever met any gods? Oh. Uh I don't really believe in gods, to be honest. Uh, uh, I, I, my friends do, but uh, uh, no. All right. I think I want to help. That's lovely. But you have to promise me, if anyone pays you to kill me, that you won't. Hey, you would be the second person that I didn't kill for money of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm touched that you think we're friends already. Of course we're friends. You came <laughs> over, didn't you? You helped me. Do you know how many other people walked by and ignored me? <laughs> oh, my God. People are jerks out here. Mari, you, um, you seem cool. 
Yeah, yeah, help, help right. me out. I don't know how to get out, but... Uh, is that guy still... Is he still distracted by the... He's, like, the, digging uh... his nails in the dirt. <laughs> he's, like, trying to dig the X. The guy who's uh, interested in the hallucinatory terrain is still busily investigating. Um, he's trying desperately to figure out, is this real? Could it be? Have my dreams come true? <laughs> Meanwhile, the two that were investigating your clever shape water ruse are on their way back to the wagon, and one of them actually calls out to you, Hey, lady! Get away from there! Oh, no. All right. Um... Hey, this is our prisoner! You can't have him! I'm not no one's prisoner! Not no way, not no how! Starts jogging over to you. Stop running! How tough is this lock? Oh. Is it? Is it like a padlock? Or is it just like a door that can swing open and this guy's never tried? This is... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! You can open doors? <laughs> they go two different ways? This is a padlock, for sure. I'm going to bust out my little custom magical weapon, <gasps> which is uh, a dagger. The dagger that I was using to sort of tap against stuff. And I just push it into the lock into there um, and just hold it there as plants starts to grow and Ooh, push yeah. their way out through it. Holy crap. These guards start running towards you, Mari and Red, and they're getting closer and closer to the wagon. And as you press the tip of the dagger into this padlock with a clank, it opens and shatters. Holy shit! At the pressure of all of this greenery just exploding out of nowhere. Okay, come on! I'm trying, I'm trying! My, my legs, I stuck them through these little holes. Hold on! And Red's like awkwardly oh trying God. to get up the thing. <laughs> I just grab him. Ow! Oh, 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 okay, okay. And at that moment, one of the guards pulls from his back a net that unfurls over both of you. No, 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 no. Weighted down on all sides by these metal weights, you feel overcome by a magical exhaustion. And both of you begin to close your eyes, slowed by some magic force. I'm sorry. And you fall unconscious together on the snow. Come on, man. A red pulse beats dimly inside your skull, and consciousness blearily sets back in. Mari, as your eyes flutter open, you perceive a headache, first and foremost. And then after you grapple with that, you feel the cold stone floor underneath you, scattered with clean straw and nothing else. It's pretty dark, but for one guttering torch on a distant wall, and you realize... You're in some dim prison cell. Under the torchlight, a human man with a bushy mustache reclines in a chair facing you, his legs crossed at the ankles, seemingly asleep. And across the room, occupying a second cell, a now familiar set of eyes flash at you through the iron bars. Sorry! I can't believe I this didn't... is happening. What is going on? I don't know. I promise I don't know. Look, I tried to get out as fast as possible. My legs were just really jammed in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whose idea was that? You didn't have to stick them out. I was really tired. It wasn't that tall of a cage. I was just getting comfortable. It was seven feet tall. I promise you, I will repay you. I will make it up to you. I promise. Okay, that'd be great, but first, we're stuck in what appears to be a dungeon, yeah. and I did not need this today. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm a bit hungover, too. We'll figure it out. <laughs> It'll be fine. 
Muffled laughter and conversation drifts down from the floor above you somewhere. It seems like, although there's just one sleeping guard in this prison, that there's something going on. It's been like that for the last ten minutes, I think. There's no clock down here. Do you have any idea where we are? No, but if it makes you feel better. Was that going to go anywhere? No, I was thinking about something else. No. <laughs> We're not going to be able to get out of here as long as that nerd is sitting there. I, you can't just call everyone a nerd. I know that he's wearing an MCU shirt, but it's fine. Fine, fine. He's not a nerd. He's a jerk. He's a jerk. Can he's I call a... the prison guy a jerk? Yeah, you can call okay. him a jerk. I think that's my gear, maybe. That's a sack of potatoes. I don't... Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> I can't read comment, but anyway. I'm trying to keep my patience, but I'm feeling... Sorry. Not great. Oh, wait, are you mad at me or the situation? Uh, mostly the second one. Okay, but a little bit the first. You know what? I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a little bit of doubt here and understand that you didn't technically cause this. Yes? Like you didn't do it. Yeah. But I'm kind of mad at myself for getting involved right no, now. No, don't be. Listen, Mari, I, I, I get I get that you uh, uh, just feel like you got the run to the litter right now. But but I grew up as the run to the litter. So that <laughs> hurts doubly for me. And, and, and trust me when I say that, that you helping me meant the world to me. So even if, if you're in a bit of tough spot right now, I, I promise that I'm going to help you in any way I can. All right. Well, that that does make me feel better. And I do I do like animals. I am. So yeah, or, yeah. yeah. I guess I'm. I don't know. That, that's no. I, I think that makes me feel better. I feel no. I'm not offended. Just... It's okay. Look, we'll figure out a way to get out. I'll take a look around in my cell. Your cell appears clean and well kept, Red. The metal bars are cold iron, not rusted, set solidly into the stone floor. Straw covers the stone on which you are lying. You don't see anything else notable right now. Hmm. I push the straw away. Mm. Under the straw, you reveal some graffiti carved into the floor in jagged letters. You read, Full Creek, Burn in Hell. And you see that one of the far stones on the floor looks like it doesn't quite sit well in the mortar. Hey, hey, there's something on the ground here. Check your cell. Maybe you got one too. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking around. What's, uh, what do, is there anything of use in mine? I'm sort of brushing hay away. As you brush the straw away in your cell, Mari, your hand slides into a pile of human feces. God damn it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll bend down and I'll move the stone. <laughs> I just create some water and just shake my hand Ooh, off smart. into the yeah because I'm just like yuck yuck. In yuck. my notes, I was no, like, first you. person gets the secret thing, second person gets poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, red lifts the the stone. I think there's something here. Behind the stone is a small dugout cubby in oh. which you find an incredibly moldy piece of something that was probably once edible and a small dagger. <gasps> the blade bears the marks of ill use, probably on the stone floor, but it seems sharp enough. Red picks up the dagger and you see Red turn around and he's like, I found a dagger. Back there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm watching this all go down awesome. as I just sort of like pour water on my hands and I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? I know what kind of spores are on there, but I'm not going to tell. And, and I didn't find much of anything else. And he wipes the crumbs off his lip. <laughs> oh, I don't feel well. Maybe they drugged us. 
oh god anyway maybe i can pick the lock with this and i like reach around and i start fiddling with the dagger that's awesome i want to give you inspiration for that ah that thank you so that's funny. beautiful <laughs> yeah i'm gonna roll lock pick yeah a uh, roll sleight of hand please 21 oh, it takes some doing you're not really that used to picking locks but after just a few moments you turn the handle of the dagger inside the keyhole of the lock and with a satisfying click it opens red smiles at mari and says see this is where i'm useful a little bit <laughs> okay <laughs> but could you help me out please right of course and red scurries across and i'll do the same yeah you apply the skill that you just demonstrated on your own cell and make quick work of the lock that's on Mari's cell. So now the two of you stand freed in this prison chamber, one sleeping guard to your east, and to the east and west there are exits from the room. It looks like the exit by which the guard is sitting culminates in a staircase leading up. The other exit to the west leads to another chamber. Well, put it there. Red shakes your hand. It's very wet. Oh, <laughs> you're always so wet. Are you not? Um, not. No. Yeah, I don't. Not usually. No, no. I think I think this is just me. Why are you so wet? Ah, uh, I. You know, I was kind of just born like this. Really? I, yeah, I, I just kind of got used to it. But like my, my mom is like, oh, she's always soaking up. My dad is. Everyone, everyone in my family just, my house is a mess. Are you water yes. people? Oh, I'm a water genasi. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm waiting for like recognition. Can I drink you? Please don't. Oh, please. but you'll, and he like kind of just pokes your shoulder a bit. Oh, you're like I mean, just watery. You don't turn into water, do you? No, no. It's just it's just kind of damp. Oh. So, but uh, but I I think I look pretty cool. No, you look so cool. Pretty oh, cool well, doesn't even you. come close to it. You know, you're winning me over with how much you just like to hype someone up. Oh, hyping you up is easy because of how fucking awesome you are. <laughs> Let me just say, you threw a ball of water in the trees. That was so cool. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling the the hype man. Well, that's what I do. It's kind of my whole deal. The guard off to the side emits a loud snore and oh, moves slightly in the chair. All right, that guy, that guy. Um. Well, we need uh, our gear, and then we can just get out of here. Is our gear down here? You don't do see, we see it, it in this room. No. Hmm. Oh oh, I know what I can do. And red flops down to the floor and he puts his severed ear towards the floor mm. and he's just quiet do you do you hear anything just, just wait just wait and then he pops back up after a minute <sighs> okay I, I did my little thing I, I can tell how many humanoids are in the area if i wait a minute oh okay and uh aside from me and aside from sleepy mcgee over there what do we got like a lot oh there's like 60 people oh god but there's no giants if that helps that's good. I'm glad that we only have people, but not giants. Yeah. Although, that's too many people. Yes. And I'm not a fan. I'll cast Passive Trace again, and let's sneak out one of these hallways and see if we can't find our shit. That's the most important. Yes. 
I keep tapping the wall like as if I still have that little dagger and it's just but it's just my fingernail now. You stealth towards the western exit of this room and look down. It's like a sunken living room style. You know how there's like three steps that go down? (laughs) So 70s. Very 70s. (laughs) Yes. Oh, the 1570s are here again. (laughs) But the whole place is, um, well, it's a keep. So there's no shag carpet or anything like that. Rats. There are some of those. And in addition to the rats that are sitting on top of some barrels, there are two more human guards. One of these guards is wearing red, your rope of useful items. The fucker. It looks like they're playing cards on an upturned barrel and they're using items of yours as wagers. In the corner of the room, you spy your bag of holding. Mari, you see your knapsack. Clearly, this is where your items are. I want to kill them. Can we kill them? You know, I've I've never killed anyone before. Oh, it's easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, we don't have to. That's why I was a little it, nervous when you were like, you said you were an assassin. I'm not. I'm a little. It's not something I ever had to think about before. Uh, you're right, and truthfully, it's something I didn't think about enough. So how about this? Let's not kill them. Let's knock them out. Okay. Any ideas? All right. I'm just nervously, like, tapping the wall very quietly. Red grabs your hand. Stop tapping the wall. It's very loud. Sorry. Sorry. We could maybe try to convince them that we are guards. Is that an option? Like, I know that there's... We've got we've got Sleepy Boy over there. Yeah. And we could maybe take his stuff. I don't know how out he is. He might have taken melatonin. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Let's see. And we walk over to the sleeping guard, like on either side of him. Mm -hmm. I feel like I wave a hand in front of his closed eyes. Yep. He doesn't see it. He doesn't see your hand. He's out of it. I guess we knock him out. Yeah. You guys want to deal non-lethal damage? You just whack him on the head? If you don't feel comfortable, I can do it. Uh, You know what? I feel like after today... I feel like I'm going to have to get used to a lot more things. I've been hiding in the woods a lot, so uh, I, I think I'm ready to try conking a guy on the head. You can do it. I'll be here for moral support. So yes, I just sort of close my eyes and just raise my fist. And then just it just comes down harder than you think it's gonna. Oh no. Because I am not aware of my own it's strength It's like a vegetarian stunning a fish. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just close your eyes and go for it. But it also, it makes like a sort of like... Bonk. It, just leaves, it also leaves like a wet patch on him. <laughs> it's like a water Bonk. balloon wrapped around a rock. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he slumps forward. No blood comes out. But he's definitely unconscious. Hey, right. you did it. Okay. All right. That's that's good. That's great. That's good. Look. All right. You did it. He's fine. He's still breathing. Oh, shit. I think he's fucking dead. Oh, no, no, no. He's still breathing. We're good. It's <laughs> great. Look. There's this tiny nagging doubt in the back of my head where I was like, that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get you suited up. And Red starts stripping the guard. Mari and Red, you stand in the doorway looking down into this gambling den, this guard antechamber, looking at all of your gear and stuff being won and lost. Mari, you're disguised, you're dressed up 
like a guard. I mean, you have blue skin. (laughs) Blue skin and I look wet. You're rapidly soaking through the outfit that you're wearing. Are you nervous? You look nervous. Why are you sweating so much? Stress sweat. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's okay. You can do great. (laughs) Do you want me in there as a cell? You know what? I can pretend I'm, I'm, I'm handcuffed and you can carry me in, say that I have to pee or something. How do we get them out of there if you're with me? Uh, we bonked them on the back of the head like like previous. Well, then why are we dressed as guards? I don't know. This was your plan. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just following you. <laughs> We're both. Look, okay, this is fine. Look, 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 we'll, go, we'll go in there. We'll, we'll get the advantage on them because we're dressed as guards. We'll get the sneaky attack and we'll both bonk them and then we'll get out of here with our stuff. I uh, I take it like a deep breath and I walk in just trying to trying to feel confident in this moment. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm imagining my favorite song, trying to feel cool. It's like a like an old bard song, and I'm like, the bass line is so nice. It's just like a bunch of fucking loot music. Yeah, yeah. It's just like someone just really going at it. Yeah, it's uh, I'm trying to psych myself up, and uh, and I walk over and I just go, uh, hey, they're they're asking for you upstairs, but I don't specify which one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just standing there, like pointing towards their like. Those, you guys, they're asking for you upstairs. You got to go up. Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, both of you. Oh. I think, uh, I think, I think. Uh, Peter. Yeah, him. He was, uh, he was asking to see if you guys could just come by for a second. Oh. And uh, help him, help him carry some things. Did he find out about the. About what? He uh, looks nervously in your direction. Wait. Wait, about his sister? Roll a deception check. <laughs> As I'm sitting there making this guy feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on, baby. No! Four. Oh, no! (laughs) He looks at his companion with a suspicious face. You know the one. Mm. And then he looks back up at you and he goes, yeah, his sister. And he stands up slowly and takes a step toward you. Red jumps in the background and goes, ha ha, I got loose. And he runs the opposite direction. <laughs> and I'm, I just go, he's loose. And point. <laughs> and I start running in circles in the round room that we started in. Just uh, whoop, whoop, yeah. Whoop, 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 whoop. yeah, the guards jump up, grabbing their scimitars, and they rush into the room past you, Mari, mm. to capture Red. I would like to immediately grab the bags. Yeah. He has a bag of holding, so it Hmm. magically contains a ton of stuff. One of the guards is wearing some of Red's gear. There's a bunch of your gear on the table. There are weapons, like a a longbow, your sickle. There's a lot of stuff just kind of laid out on the floor. So you're not going to be able to just do a smash and grab. No. And then Red's in the corner, like cornered by the two. He stops. Like, all right. All right. Listen, boys. Everything, and he's like gesturing with his hand to you to like get the stuff. He's like, "Yes, everything's gonna be fine. I ain't going back in there." Can I just sweep everything into the bag of holding? Like just everything on that table, their cards, all of our shit. Yeah, and when you look in, there's a dizzying array of shit in there. Just uh, furniture, a ton of gold. There's a folding boat. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's human skulls. I just, I'm just yeah. looking at it. Like, does he ever organize it? There's like a six week old sandwich. I'm there's not a, a jingle of broken pottery. Things that he just throws <laughs> in there that get smashed. He uh, does. Another care. squirrel runs out. Yeah, 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 for real. And then Red is like crouched as these two men come close, and he's like, "All right, you asked for it." And I'm going to roll between them. Okay. Roll an acrobatics check to do a cool somersault between these two guards as they both dive for you. I'm going to use my inspiration. 
I'd say 16. All right, yeah. You somersault between these guards. And as I do, I pull off the patch of the 10-foot hole, and I (gasps) slap it down between them. And this 10-foot hole just opens up beneath them, and they fall in. Yes, that is beautiful. (laughs) And then Red's just, like, teetering on the edge of this hole. I use druid craft to just blow, like, a little um, puff of wind that pushes them back. (sighs) Oh, oh, thank you. Sorry, boys. And Red nods curtly at them and nods at Mari and grabs his bag of holding from Mm -hmm. her. And as the guards kind of awkwardly try to do jump ups and can't um, reach the top of this pit, you go through your items. And Red, everything seems to be accounted for, all except for the cloak. Are you leaving that on the dude down? No, I'm like, like, you just see it in the background, Red negotiating. He's like on his tummy. He's like, I will let you up if you take off the robe first. (laughs) But that's and, just like in the background as Mari is looking through her stuff. And as Red bargains and lies through his teeth to get this cloak back in the background, Mari, you realize that everything is here except for one very important item. You are missing a silver ring. I'm I'm missing. Where is my ring? Do you have the ring? Is it in is it in your bag? Ready to go? Do we got No. Do you what? do you in your bag? Is there a ring? Do you see a ring? a ring? I know that it's not well organized, okay, but on. if you have some sort of filing I'll, I'll, I'll system. I, I, have my, I have my locket, my silver darts, my manacles, and then my one copper coin pouch, my thieves tools. Piece of cloud cloud hair bit. I don't see a ring in here. I'm sorry, Mari. And I just I take a big What's deep wrong? breath and I storm over to the hole. Mm-hmm. I bend down over it and I go, which one of you has my ring? Give it to me now. They look between each other and then one of them flushing with fear of your powers says i'm i'm sorry uh the lady full creeks intended took it he wanted to to gift it to her tonight as a, an engagement gift it's what the, it's an engagement party upstairs we, we don't have it i swear oh okay is it, is it that important uh, yes I... it is that important okay okay it's uh, listen mari I promise you I will help you get it back. We will not leave here until we get it back. I'm half tempted to cast a spell just to be annoyed at this guy. I cast Druid Craft again, but I make the whole pit smell like skunks. Yes. <laughs> it just smells like farts so bad down there that they're like gagging. Mm-hmm. They're just, they can't, the whole place just like reeks of butts and skunks and and the, the, the shit in the cell. And I'm just like, that's what you get. Yeah. So. Don't mess with us, you jerks. <laughs> and uh, I pull Mari into the other room where they were gambling, and I say, "Hey, hey, whoa, what's what's going on? What's with the ring? Why is it so important?" <sighs> the ring was—it's special to me because it was something that me and my friends all had, and I just—I need it. I need it back. It's—I <sighs> know it's not important, but I need it because it's very important to me. Hey, if it is important to you then it is important to me, and we are going to get it back. Y- you said this was this was something you and your friends had? Yeah, me and my friends, we all had these rings made. And if you take the ring and you tap it against anything else metal, it makes bird song. Oh. And, and that's how we would always find each other, was you would tap the ring and you would hear the bird song. That sounds lovely. Let's get you your ring back. Red like wipes a tear from his eye. I just like gently pat him on the head. Thank you. 
Let's get it. All right. You know what? I think I think I think I'm starting to like you. How? You seem you seem like a good guy. Thanks. Taking I, you. I liked you immediately, but <laughs> but I'm not offended. Yes, minus minus the murdering part. That's, yeah. Well, I, I gotta... look. Hey, if it makes you feel better. I, uh, and I just said this yesterday to my estranged daughter, but I genuinely regret hurting anyone, and I, I don't like doing it anymore. And you, you know, you've given me a lot of pause for thought. You know, maybe uh, killing people isn't the way to go anymore. And Reg just stares into the middle distance for a minute. And you shoulder your yeah. bow that has slain hundreds and hundreds of people. So many. Okay, and Red starts heading towards one of the doors. Oh, wait, it's an engagement party, though. Oh, no. Uh, oh, hold on. And Red starts digging through the bag of holding. Mm-hmm. And he comes up with two black robes that I took off cultists forever ago. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, these are the nicest things I own. I pull my hair up at the very least. Good. So that it's it's sort of pulled into like a nice like a nice uh, bun. Yeah, just constantly oh. dripping a rivulet down your spine. Oh, wow. Yes. Great looking hair, though. I, uh, I have a little bag of like river pearls with me, so I just sort of throw them into my hair. Oh, oh. that looks really nice. Yeah. And Red's just like licking the back of his muddy paw. Oh, but you know what? And Red snaps his fingers and he casts Disguise Self on himself. Oh. And he looks totally different from the head to the toe. His skin changes from fur to sort of Caucasian male with a chiseled jaw. And I look exactly like Kevin Costner. And I say, "Ah, this is my alter ego, Peter Refrington. And uh, he'll fit in up there, I'm sure. I, I realize now that I'm not entirely sure what you are. Oh. <laughs> I just sort of assumed you were just a really friendly fox. I'm a tabaxi. And with that, you head up the stairs into the sounds of partying. You emerge into a hallway that's thick with good food smells and the sounds of polite revelry. A door on the north side of the hall is just shutting, clearly the party door, because the sound dampens as it closes, and a woman in a blue silk dress shuffles past you awkwardly, narrowly avoiding a plaster bust of some unknown person sitting atop a pedestal. The corridor that you're standing in extends east and west, with doors studding both sides of the hall. To the east, in the direction the woman is walking, the hall curves up and into a staircase. To the west... The corridor opens into what surely is an entry hall or grand room of some kind. My friends would love this place. Uh, my, my friend Kraloth, he uh, he went to a party just like this and he fell in love. Oh. Yeah, he's been weird lately, though. Hmm. Yeah, love is, love is tricky like that. You ever been in love? No, not really. I mean, I love my friends, uh, but I don't really feel a, a, a romantic love the way that most people seem to do. I just kind of love everyone. All right. Okay, so your ring. Uh, we have to find it. Uh, the guy downstairs says it was on a who? A, a, a full creek? Um, I'm trying to see if there's any sort of signs around that give us, like, maybe there's a name up somewhere. Mm-mm, not here. All right. <sighs> they never put up nice signs. And we head into the party room. Your entry into this room is marked by its occupants, but only for a short time as they all politely return to their own topics of conversation. You see a number of different local nobles, a priest, some serving people, just just folks making polite conversation. A dining table has been shoved up against one of the walls, and on top of it, there is food being served. Some kind of boiled seafood on frilly leaves, 
pillowy buns full of glazed roasted vegetables and shredded rabbit. There are also open carafes of wine sitting, aerating near trays of sparkling glass goblets. It would appear that this is the kind of party that you bartend for yourself. And you see someone drifts over and pours themselves another glass of wine before returning to their conversation. In the center of the far wall of the room, a large hearth blazes merrily and casts warm glow around the room. Hey, she's kind of cool. I haven't been to a party and actually I was at a party recently. When was the last time you went to a party, Mari? Uh, I went to a funeral about a year ago. Does that count? Uh, it depends on what you did there, I suppose. And who, if you like the person who died. Uh, mostly was sad and yes. But, uh, oh, I, I stumbled into a birthday six months ago. Oh. And, uh, yeah, no, but I actually stumbled. That was the problem. Oh. And I landed, <laughs> I landed in the cake. Oh. So, downside, I was not allowed to say. Upside, I got all the cake. Nice. And also, if the cake was dry, you probably would have made it moister. <laughs> it was. It was weird. Um, I, I wander over to the wine and each pour us each a glass just so that we have something to do. So I have something to do with my hands, mm-hmm. mostly. Oh, I, yeah. I just hand, I hand red a glass and I'm sort of delicately sipping at it. Thank you. Red chugs it. <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh. I just take it because do not get drunk. Oh, right. Sorry. Um, Yes. Uh, yeah, that's uh-huh. what me and Doran do all the time. Doran's my dwarven friend. He, he has an axe that talks to him. That sounds fake, but okay. Yeah. I don't believe it either. I sort of look like, okay. But then I realize that I have a knife that creates flowers. So I'm like, meh. <laughs> I've heard of weirder. Par for the course, really. I look around for any sort of serving staff who might look kind of friendly. Yeah, there's actually a servant walking by carrying a tray of just the stinkiest fucking cheese you've ever smelled oh that smells good um but they have a kind face i i go over and uh and i take a piece of cheese and i thank them and i go ah this weird question but i'm i'm here with a friend the couple's the couple's not in here they're due to make an appearance any moment uh, right Red joins the conversation with his mouth full. <laughs> Jack would never not know the time. My friend Jack, who's a half-elf, he knows all the times, all the time. And I go, yes, honey, it's oh. it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's uh, chew with your mouth closed. The rabbit's good, though. I'm sorry. He gets like this at parties sometimes. Mm. All mm-hmm. the parties we go to. Of course. We don't go to parties. You only went to a funeral the other... Shut up, right. shut up. I'm parties. sorry, and what is your name, my lord and lady? Peter Refrington, and this is the lady... Mari. Of Simbar? Two. Lady Lady Mari of Simbar. Yes, from the eastern, wet, northern east, northeastern. From the wetlands. Oh, that's right, the wetlands, because she's so wet. Ha! And I point at her face. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese, sir? No, I'm a tabax- uh, human. Very well. And the servant shambles away. What a weird fellow. Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. And I think Red slips out of the room to to just get a lay of the land and see where the front door is. Mm-hmm. I just make idle conversation. Like, I'm just like, you from around here? To, like, people while, like, swishing a glass of wine around. Mm-hmm. You just keep mm-hmm. saying that. You from around yeah. here? You from around here? And they, like, just answer. Yeah, yeah. Keep saying. At that moment, the door opens and the party erupts into polite applause. A hunched old man enters the room, and he's dressed garishly in furs and finery. And he says, 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming to this evening. I am very pleased to announce my daughter, Barona, has finally chosen a suitor. And I am here tonight to present to all of you the happy couple. Please join me in welcoming my beautiful beautiful daughter, Barona Fulcreek, and her future husband, Zolkin Alessandar. And into the room sweeps a lovely couple. We see a passionate, bright-faced young woman who is dressed in black and gold silks, clinging to the arm of a dashingly handsome man dressed in noble's finery. He has shiny, dark hair piled up on the top of his head in an unmistakable pompadour style. The two sweep around the room, making some small talk politely to individual guests, luminaries, and then settle in to address the crowd. First, Barona speaks. Thank you all so much for coming. It's just wonderful to see you all. And ugh, I know that you guys are all just going to love making friends with my new husband. We haven't settled on a date yet, but I just ugh, couldn't be happier. <sighs> anyway, this is Zolkin, everybody. And... <laughs> The man <laughs> slips a coy arm around the woman's waist and kind of steers her off to the side of the room, whereupon then he takes the floor himself. Good evening, darlings. Yes, I'm Zolkin, of course, and it is wonderful to make your acquaintance. I am so pleased to have found such a gem. Can we all agree? What a gem, darling. Doesn't she look lovely this evening? Now, as I understand, there has been just an, an awful occurrence here. A theft. And you'll come to know that I do not stand for such things. Because I am a man of valor and of uh, upstanding nature. Now, darling, he walks over to her takes her hand in his. I'm so sorry that your late mother's priceless heirloom necklaces were all stolen by those dastardly thieves. But now that they're all locked up in the dungeon, tight, safe and sound, hopefully this new prize will sweeten the loss. He reaches into the pocket of his waistcoat and produces a familiar ring. Heavy, silver, and yours, Mari. He reaches for his future bride's hand and slides it on her finger, and she gasps. It's beautiful! Oh, thank you. Oh, and she dissolves into a pile of tears. The room erupts in applause. I think the door opens and Red walks in. He's sort of mid-conversation with himself. All right, door by the left. And he walks up without even looking at the people in the corner uh, and talks to Murray. All right, I think I know the places he's, uh, he's laid out, you know, so uh, I know the exit. And as soon as we, you know, see this lady, we'll just grab it and go. And it should be pretty easy. She has my ring. She has it. Who has your ring? That, the, the lady in the dress up there. Oh, yeah. Oh! <gasps> Zulkin! 
Red says very loudly and like abruptly, getting everybody's attention. The man in the pompadour just swivels immediately and stares across the room at you and says, Yes. You son of a bitch. And Red jumps up on a table. (laughs) You. How dare you. Are you behind all of this? Behind all what? There must be some kind of... Uh, please get down off of the table, sir. Never! And Red steps back down and turns to Murray. Look, this guy's a total asshole. He was part of this weird underground guild of, of, of Zentarum or something. He was like a spy, and then he tried to rob this house, and then he tried to double-cross us on something. And Red snaps his fingers, and he drops the guys. Gasps erupt from everyone in the room. Oh, <gasps> shut up, you cheese sucks. <laughs> you could have mentioned you had a past history with this guy. I didn't know it was this guy, and he is such a jerk. And Red points a finger at him. Yeah. Now you listen here, Zokin. What did you do to me and my friend? Yeah, what? Why are we here? We didn't do anything. Clearly you two have a past. Yeah. And give me back my ring. <gasps> you <gasps> stole that from me. The lord of the house is like, Zokin, are these, are these assertions true? No, no, of course not. Father, f- future father. No, nothing that these... The, bring them back to the dungeons. These these are the thieves from downstairs. They've surely made their way up into the party and ruined everything I've been planning this whole time. I, like, yell for silence. Silence. I just stop. What bird song does the ring make? If it's your ring, you would know. So tell me what bird song does the ring make zolkin strides across the room confidently and stands in front of you and says well of course i know what song the bird song makes with the bird song ring and i'll tell you right now good night and he runs out the door yeah red trips him. <laughs> no <laughs> and I and I cast Druid Craft so that it smells like he farted on his way out. <laughs> That's, That's even better, actually. <laughs> yeah, you keep running, Zulkin. The room erupts into noise, and the woman pulls the ring off of her finger, strides across the room, and gives it to you, Mari. And she says, "Ah, get out of my sight! I don't want to see you anymore." Happily, do I have I drive my dagger with me? Yeah, of course. I uh, like just like stab it into a table until a bunch of flowers pop up and then I just like rip them off and I just hand them to her mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm really sorry this has clearly been a bad night it's I feel you because I'm I, I also there Aww. <laughs> hey. inspiration I Aww. like that <laughs> sorry about you getting uh, left by Zokin but if it makes you feel any better he's a total dick maybe yeah he sucks cool Anyway, bye. <laughs> Red turns around and walks. Like, have a good night. Uh, the wine is fine. The cheese is not. And then just <laughs> and then just wander off and then follow Red. Do you do you know that guy? Yeah, it's a long story. As you head out the front door of the keep, keeps have front doors, right? Oh yeah, I started yeah. it. There's a there's a sign that says "Bless this mess." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You see a lone figure kicking a clod of snow into the darkness. He's heading down the laneway with his shoulders slumped, his pompadour wilting. Couldn't get away with it this time, eh, Zulkin? Red says as we head down the stone steps. How else would you prefer? 
for me to recover from the loss of my dear Keller Red. I don't know. Get a job with something cool? Come now. She was the only person I've ever met with avarice to match my own. Yeah. Zolkin, Mari. Mari, Zolkin. Nice to meet you, Mari. Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. He's kind of a curmudgeon, but, you know, he's one of those people in Red Pinch's cheek that you kind of hate, but you kind of like as well. And then he slaps it a little bit. Same to you, buddy. You did set my girlfriend on fire, but... You what? (laughs) Yeah. You're kind of sweet. I was a long story. (laughs) (sighs) Clearly you two have a history, and clearly I'm only feeling the very first emotion and not really the second one yet. That's fair. <laughs> well, uh, well uh, you, you head off on your own now, Zolkin, and uh, I'm sure I'll see you around. No, I'll, I'm off into the sunset, Red. Who knows where my feet will take me. You know, guys like me are never... And he just orates himself into the darkness. Yeah, he does that. You never know when he's going to pop up. You know a lot of weird people. Yeah, well, you know, I've been around uh, this area for for a little bit, and uh, you know, Mari, you're one of the you're one of the coolest people that I've gone to meet. What brings you to this area? Why are you kicking around here? The honest answer. Sure, I think we're there. The honest answer is: I need to know if the gods exist. Oh. I need to know if they do, because I have questions, and I need to find out. Well, I, I, I applaud you. I, I, I think I might know someone that could help, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, my friend Jack, he, he knows kind of about everything. Uh, have you ever been to Waterdeep? I have not, but I like the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd like it. Uh, if you head this way to Everland about a day and speak to my friend Crone Valharo, he'll send you down to Waterdeep. Why don't you wait at the Copper Cup with, with my friend Torin, and I'll have Jack meet you there, and, and I promise you, he can help you find what you're looking for, or at least give you as much information as you can literally stand uh, on the subject. <laughs> All right, okay, that, uh... That sounds good. I I think that I think that would help a lot. So, thank you. No, no. Thank Thank you. If you hadn't come along, I I don't know where I'd be right now. Do you want to hear something cool? Yes, please. And I take the the knife up, but I hold it flat and I tap the ring against it. And you just hear bird song echoing everywhere. I think that's a robin song. You are correct. Ah. Oh. Well, I look forward to seeing you again, Mari. Well, I look forward to seeing you too, as as long as you're not in another cage. No. For both of our sakes. Travel safely. And Red skips off down the road. And I I wave as I sort of watch you go, and I sort of turn, and I'm just... What the hell just happened? Once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Alexander, Ruku, Lost With Two Faces, Matilda Rushing, Lida, Chelsea Chong, KR, Sky, Creature, Regan, Michelle Conn, Heather Nichols, Alexander Reed, Melanie Xian, Artistic Witch, Brian Blas, Lars, Gray, Bryn, Daniel, Tara, Doug, Mari Kaniski, Merlin, Christopher Ryan Evans, Mitchell Cadwell, Colin Burkhart, 
and Michael and Brianna Webber. Thank you so much. Woo. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 